They shall climb from height to height, and the God of gods will reveal himself in Zion. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Do you like to dream? Do you remember your dreams? Do you pay attention to your dreams? Dreams are mysterious, aren't they? Dreams are very personal. Bruce Springsteen tells Wendy in the song Born to Run, let me in, I want to be your friend. I want to guard your dreams and visions. Dreams can inspire us. Dreams can motivate us. Dreams can help us shape future goals. Although Jerry Garcia warns, without love in the dream, it'll never come true. Sigmund Freud believed that dreams express forgotten experiences or repressed desires and revealed our unconscious life. His pupil, Carl Jung, went further. He believed that dreams pointed to a collective unconscious. Think of it this way. Imagine that we are on an ocean. And the surface of the pews is the surface of the sea. And each of us are icebergs that appear to be floating on the surface. But if we look a little deeper, we can see that there is more of us below the surface than above. And if we go down further still, we can see that what appear to be individual icebergs are actually connected to a floor of ice. Jung believed that our conscious selves are the part of ourselves above the waterline, above the threshold of consciousness. Beneath is our individual unconscious, and beneath that is the collective unconscious, what you might call a spiritual realm. Jung believed our most significant and vivid dreams come from this realm of our common unconscious life. There, images rise up to become symbols and archetypes that convey meaning and reveal truths. And so we speak of being in a desolate valley or in a place of springs to describe times of spiritual dryness or moments of insight and refreshment. Dreams of revelation can take place on mountaintops or in towers. In dreams of revelation, sometimes a wise old man or a wizard 
frequently accompanied by fire, may appear and speak a cryptic phrase that will address a present dilemma of our conscious life. I went to college at a place called Suwannee on a mountain in the Cumberland Plateau southeast of Nashville. I had classes in an old stone Gothic-like building called Wash Elliott Towers. My senior seminar classes met on the top floor of Wash Elliott Towers and one of my professors was an elderly Harvard PhD named Dr. Harrison. At one time or another in his long career, he had taught courses in Shakespeare, philosophy, Latin, mathematics, music, and been dean of the college. The students called him Zeus. Shortly after I was ordained, I had to preach a sermon on one of the hard sayings of Jesus. The one where he says, God causes his reign to fall on the just and the unjust. Where's the justice in that, I thought. I read commentaries, I studied, I prayed, nothing. I just didn't get it. By Saturday night, I still didn't have a sermon. And I gave up and went to bed. That night, I had a dream. It was very short and very vivid. One scene only. I was in my senior seminar classroom in Wash Elliott Tower on Sewanee Mountain. Dr. Harrison sat across from me holding a cigarette. A wise old man in a tower on a mountain accompanied by fire. He said, the crucial thing is to distinguish between jus distributiva and jus salutoris. That's it. I woke up with those two Latin phrases in my head and no idea what they meant. I did recognize the word use as the word for justice. And I recalled from philosophy classes the phrase distributive justice. But I had no idea what jus salutaris meant. So I got out my Latin dictionary and tried to find out. I discovered that distributive justice is stop sign justice. It doesn't matter who you are or where you're going, it applies to all. If you run a stop sign, you get a ticket. Salutaris comes from the word salut meaning health, well-being, or salvation. We get the words salve and salutory 
from it. Use sal salutaris is parental justice. In parental justice, everything depends on the parent knowing the unique nature of each child and where that child is going and doing what will help that child to grow into the fullness of its unique potential. St. Paul says that Christ's gifts to us are given by God to help us to grow up, to mature manhood, to the measure of the fullness of the stature of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the cunning of men, by their craftiness and deceitful wiles. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Christ, who is the head. It's what Jung calls individuation, realizing our true self. God causes his reign to fall on the just and the unjust because God is trying to help each of us grow up into Christ. Jesus' father, Joseph, paid attention to dreams. They helped him to escape the craftiness and deceitful wiles of Herod, who sought to destroy Christ. God warned him in a dream to take Jesus to Egypt, and God called him in a dream to return home from Egypt. Of course, not every dream is of God, but dreams can speak to us. They can resolve conflicts, solve problems, reveal truths, and help us grow up. Like sleep itself, dreams are restorative. Today we said that God, we will say in our prayers, that God wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature. And we will pray for God to grant that we may share the divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity. You see, we're to grow up into Christ. We're to share the divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity. Growing up doesn't stop when we turn 12 or 18 or 21. That's why I keep a sign on my desk that says, please be patient, God isn't finished with me yet. And God is our Father who has blessed us in the heavenly places 
and helps us along the life course of our journey. God speaks to us and guides us, not just in dreams, but also in scripture, in prayer, through other people, through prophets, apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and friends. With the justice of salvation, to restore our human nature, to help us grow up into him who is the head, into Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried along by every wind of doctrine, by the cunning of men, by their craftiness and deceitful wiles. Pay attention. 